and welcome back to the Whispers from the Shadow podcast. I'm Super Jimmy. Um, it's a pleasure. <laughs> and today we're doing something a little different since both Miz and I kind of got something really cool. Uh, we are going to be playing horror trivia. Uh, for every two and a half of my cards, Miz is going to read one of his because he has five questions on his. I only have two per card, so I'm going to read two uh, and a half. And then he's going to read one and then we're going to go back and forth. And at the end of it, we're going to see how many we all got right. Cause uh, little, we both know a little bit about horror. If you guys, if you guys know the answer to the question, let us know if you guys got a question that we might know or that you want a trivia, you want to give us a trivia on yourselves, let us know. But uh, not only that, you can also uh, tell us, tell me specifically uh, how stupid I am for not remembering certain small subjects or small, small details because I beat myself over uh, some of these questions. <laughs> Same. Some of them my favorite movies. And uh, some of them, it's like, Shit, I didn't know that. Fuck. <laughs> Same. Like my, uh, this is the one that I have. It's called Horror Trivia Part Two Deeper Cuts. But yeah, this is, I got this at Books a Million. It's pretty cool. I don't remember when we got ours. Uh, I don't remember if it was like Barnes and Noble or one of the fucking random shops that we go to, but ours is called Slash Cards. And there are five different categories that you have to get the question or cards to. They have corresponding cards. Obviously, we're not going to be playing them with me and Jimmy this way, but you get multiple different cards and they range from five different uh, subjects. The funny thing about this one, though, that I love is there's a card in here called Slash. It's a slash card, and it acts as like you just died, and you have to start all your cards over again. It's great. Me and my wife play it, and uh, every time that card comes up, we both want to kill each other. (laughs) 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 But um, do you want to start, or do you want me to start? I'll start. Uh, We'll go in order with this one. So mine varies in like the most weird ways. So like uh, the this top one is called Category X. And mm-hmm. now this is how the questions are. And I hate them sometimes because you have to really remember. Uh, so name of four Italian horror movies. Ooh. Hmm. Cause I can only always remember two. I only, I only know of one and it's, um, cause they, cause Bram, cause, uh, not Bram Stoker's not Bram Stoker's, um, Bella Lugosi's Dracula was filmed in it in parts of Italy. Mm-hmm. That's the only one that comes to mind for me. But that's not the whole thing. And it's not, you know, an Italian film. Yeah. That's, oh, that's why it's, it's like super specific. Like, oh, I can't think of any other than that because that's the only one I can think of because I know parts of it were filmed in Italy. So here's the examples they give. The only two that I, I have seen and know of is always Cannibal Holocaust and Black Sunday. Dang it. I knew Cannibal Holocaust. But I didn't know that was Italian. But the other two that they use, I have never seen Suspirium and The Bird with the Crystal uh, Plumage. Oh, I'm such an idiot. I, I've seen Suspirium. I've seen it like a long time ago. So. Suspirium, yeah. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like There are just times where you're just like, I can't think of any. And then like, you hear some of those examples. You're like, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, oh. Oh like, no! Here's one for you. So I'll I'll do this whole card. Okay. This is a behind the scenes question for you. Ooh, okay. Who directed the Japanese horror classic Ringu? Oh shit! I know his name. I know his last name. It's Hitaka or no? Oh, Different I know it. first letter, but you're on you're on track. Uh, it's. I can't remember his first name. It's either Hitaka or Nakata. It's Nakata. 
Nakata. I can't remember his first name. Though. But, but first name. We need we need full name. Oh, <laughs> let me see. Let me see. Hold on. Because I'm actually getting ready to do a tier list with um, ranking horror masters and it's directors, writers, uh, people that write books and stuff like that. And he actually came mm-hmm. up because he's done a lot more than Ringu and stuff like that. Surprisingly. Oh, what is his name? Uh, starts with an S, doesn't it? No. No, that's the other one. All I can remember is Nakata. Hideo. H-A-D-E-O. Hideo. Damn it. Hideo Nakata, yeah. (laughs) See, that's what I'm saying. Like, it just really makes you mad at yourself because you're like, I know it, but I don't. Yeah. Now, here's here's one. This is a general knowledge one. What monster movie of the 1930s was allegedly Adolf Hitler's favorite movie? Hmm. Wolfman. Nope, that's a 40s movie. Oh, yeah, you're right. Hmm. I think that's Nosferatu? 1942. <clears throat> nope, it, that's the 20s. That was like 1926. Ah. Uh, so then make it either The Mummy or Frankenstein. Neither. Neither. It's, see, this is one of the things I love about this because this is one of my all-time favorite movies. I have a shot class that uh, my wife convinced me to get when we went to the Empire State Building. <laughs> Oh, it's King Kong. Mm-hmm. I never would have get. I thought that was a 40s. I don't know why I thought that was a 40s. Also, one of the first movies, one of the first few movies, if not the first movie, to introduce claymation as a background. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So now here's an easy one for you, right? This is a characters and actors. Okay. What Pulp Fiction 1994 actor played Russell Franklin in Deep Blue Sea 1999? Oh, Samuel Jackson. Very good. <laughs> that's uh, also another fun fact about me. Uh, that's one of the movies that me and my wife absolutely bonded over. <laughs> Believe it or not, I've met Samuel Jackson in person. He is a very nice person. Very nice. Like I literally bumped into him at a CISA uh, at at a uh, Starbucks off of Rodeo Drive in California when I was oh, there. Nice. Yeah, I was like, I, I like because I I just bumped into him and I turned around. And I was like, excuse me. Ah, uh. <laughs> he's just like, oh, I'm sorry. Did I bump into you? I was like, yeah, I, I bumped into you, sir. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm for, so sorry. <laughs> for like, and what was funny is I didn't have a pen on me and nothing for him to sign. So for four years, he was my voicemail. Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's great. I was like, yeah, I wish I still had that voicemail. It was so great. Yeah, but we're also talking years ago, and that's, yeah. that's scary to say that. <laughs> I had to put put things into perspective. I had it on a BlackBerry. That was my oh. that was my phone. Okay, we're dating ourselves. Let's let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. So the, this is the last one. This is plot and setting. Okay. The Golem 1920 takes place in what European city? Hmm. Wasn't that Paris? Prague. Damn it. I knew it started with a P. I was like, ah, oh. because, yeah, yeah, that was that, that's why I love this game, because <laughs> it's like some questions are like very straightforward and then others you're like, who the fuck did you just say? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what uh, did you just say? <laughs> you're just sitting there. You're like, um, yeah, there was like, I was one like, card. I don't remember what it was. There, there was a. Uh, uh, a card in here <clears> that <throat> said, like said, uh, name one movie, like horror movie with like an x or a z or something like that or whatever and like me and my wife were just like staring at each other like 
there's a fucking movie that's got that in there. And we were like, like I, there's, I don't want to give like, away the examples in case it pops I know up, but, one. It like, but it's still, it's like, you know, there are times where they ask for multiple of like a situation like that, like name, uh, you know, 10 horror movies that begin with the letter F or something like that. And sometimes you're just like, okay, yeah, that's easy. And then it not, you can include sequels, but remember the whole title has to begin with that letter. So like <laughs> any of for, the Friday, the 13th, <laughs> yeah, except that, for Jason X. It, but see, that's not a Friday the 13th. Yeah. That's Jason X. See, exactly. that's what I'm saying. Like, that's where you have to differ. Like I was going to say, like you could do with uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street series, except for New Nightmare. Nightmare. Yeah. So it's like, like, it just funny things like that. <laughs> very, very tedious thinking. Because I was like, when you were like, name, name uh, Italian horror movies, I was just like. Yeah, it's like, uh, I need to get back into foreign films, man. Shit. Yeah. You're. My mine mine are kind of similar because there's a couple cards in there that I've seen that are like who directed um who directed uh Bram Stoker's rendition of, of Dracula on the big screen and it's asking for like a specific year. I'm like wow. <laughs> yeah. My my wife loves and hates the the year ones because she's either like off by ten years or she's off by one. Most of the time it's yeah. usually one. She'll be like 1962, uh 63. Fuck. <laughs> Damn it. All right. So, uh, ooh, this is a good one. What fictional drug used to suppress dreams was featured in Freddy versus Jason and a nightmare on Elm Street three dream warriors? Oh, the name of the medicine. I don't fucking remember. I love dream warriors. Oh, my God. Um, I'm gonna fuck that up. <laughs> Wait, no, I remember what it's called. I'll give you a hint. It starts with an H. I, I don't remember. I. It's like one of those very few details that you never pay attention to until something like this happens. And you're like, that's something I'm going to remember now. Hypnosil. Hypnosil. That's right. Because I, uh, what's his name? Uh, the dude in the beanie and uh, Freddy versus Jason fucking had a shitload of it to stay awake, but ended up still falling asleep. It was that like weird bug thing on the ceiling and just jumps right into him. <laughs> yep. And then uh, this next one. In the 1988 film Monkey Shines, the scientists injected the monkey with what substance? uh rage close human brain tissue ah damn okay it was actual material okay and then uh let me move that out of the way all right next one. Oh, you're the new loomis name the movie uh halloween i think that's h2o is it no not h2o damn. it's a uh, halloween 2018 Oh, 2018. Oh, yeah. okay. So, you got uh, that's okay. why I, yeah, I'll give that one to you because you did you did get them you did get the mo- movie right because there's another Loomis in another horror movie which is Scream. Mm-hmm. So there's that. But uh, what is the name of the hotel in The Shining? I, Shining is not one of my favorite things, so I don't remember. So uh, I'll, I'll give that one. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll count that one because you don't you're not a big Shining fan, so it's the old. Oh, that's one. fine the overlook it's still an iconic thing you should know i, I feel like that's yeah. one that like a lot of people should know and that obviously me not knowing it and it shows again like i said how do you not know this stupid stuff <laughs> oh i didn't even know that uh 20 years after a uh, 20 years after a tragic high school play incident students break into their school to vandalize the set of what fictional play what fictional play uh, I'm trying to think of like movies that have plays in them. Like, hmm. 
It was kind of a, a uh, Jesus Christ superstar. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the Gallows. The Gallows. I never saw that. I've heard good things about it. It was it was pretty decent actually. I enjoyed it. Um, so that's my five. But yeah, it was, the Gallows is pretty good. Oh, before I get any further, if anyone has any questions on Renfield, go watch it. It's it is it is a great horror comedy, and it's very visceral, very uh, practical, and the sounds are just mwah. Miz, I know Miz is gonna love it. Yeah, as soon as he told me about the like sound design and that uh, uh, audio in that, I'm like sold already. So I'm yeah. looking forward to it. <laughs> oh, there's a bunch of scenes you're gonna love, and they're scattered throughout the entirety of the movie. Nice. All right, here's one. <clears throat> Name four horror movies that feature a mad doctor or surgeon. Um, let's see. Human Centipede. Doc. Uh. Uh, any of the Frankenstein's really um hostile and uh, oh which oh what am I thinking what am I thinking what am I thinking I can see his face um yeah uh, young Frankenstein I can give that to you. I can give you already said Frankenstein, but I'll give that one to you because you went the horror and then the comedy. So I, I'll give yeah. that to you. But like, here's some of the ones that they use as an example: Reanimator, Human Centipede, Cabin of Doctor uh, Doctor Caligari, and that was without a face. Damn it! I was thinking of the. I was thinking of the Doctor Cabinari. Uh, fudge nuggets. <laughs> All right. Now here's a behind the scenes. Okay. A sewing needle. A dollhouse and a tarantula, 1957. A sewing needle, a dollhouse, and a tarantula. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I have never seen this movie, so. That sounds so familiar. Sewing needle, a dollhouse, and a tarantula. I, I don't know. I really don't. The Incredible Shrinking Man, 1957. Oh, yeah, I, I've seen that, but that was like 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah, I have never seen that. So I, it, it's enough to get my interest, which is that like little. It's very writing. dated. It's very dated. But for the time, very good. I mean, to be honest, nowadays, anything over like 10 years is considered dated now. Fair. <laughs> All right. Here, here's a general knowledge for you. <clears throat> In City of the Living Dead, 1980, the gate to hell must be closed before what holiday? Ooh, City of the Dead. Was it Halloween? All Saints Day, November 1st. Damn it. That does make sense. The day after Halloween. (laughs) Yeah. All right, and now here's characters and actors. What right. actor from The Munsters played Jude Cardall in Pet Cemetery, 1989? Oh, I can't remember his name, but that was the guy that played the dad. He, what was his name? What was his name? What was his name? That was the guy who played Herman. I loved him in that movie, and that gave me nightmares for weeks because I couldn't imagine doing that to my own grandfather. <laughs> what is his name? Damn it. Can I, I can't remember. I never remember his name. Fred Gwynn. Fred Gwynn. That's it. Yep. All right. Now, this one, you, you've referenced this many a time, many a time. So let's see if you remember the OG. Okay. 
Hmm. A police sergeant <laughs> travels to a Scottish island to investigate the disappearance of a young girl. The island's remnants claim the girl never existed, and they are planning a special surprise for the sergeant in this 1973 film. You have referenced the remake a lot. And it has Leonardo DiCaprio in it. Mm-mm. No. Sorry for the background noise. <laughs> no, you're fine. Let's see. 1973. Downtown, film. baby. Gotta love it. Oh, I have referenced this movie too. You've referenced it a lot. You're going to be mad at me when I, I reference it back at you. I'm drawing a huge blank. I don't know. The remake. The bees. Oh. <laughs> Double damn it. I didn't know that. I, I didn't know that was a remake. Okay, I've never seen the original. Yeah. The yeah. original is very, very dated. I enjoy the original a lot more because it felt more culty, whereas mm-hmm. like the remake felt just campy. <laughs> ah, after it, it was very campy. My, my favorite part is still the ah, the bees. <laughs> so, yeah, like I said, you referenced it more than once. I was like, you should know this one. <laughs> Ooh, you might, you might actually know this one. Um, let's see. Oh, okay. I'll ask that one first. A group of friends encounter the foundation on the Appalachian Trail in what 2021 reboot? 2021 reboot. Appalachian. You've referenced this one a lot. uh, Oh, fuck. That makes me feel even worse now. (laughs) Starts with a W. 2021. Hold on, I'm just trying to think of like remakes. I just remember in like the past couple of years. Oh my god, uh, I'm drawing a blank. What? Wrong turn. Oh right, right. I have mentioned that a couple of times. I have yet to see that one, so I didn't. I don't know that one. It's okay. It's not. It's not as not like the not like the ones that we had when we were growing up, but. It's just, if you go in watching it as its own thing, it's all right. Yeah, I, that's fair. That's fair. But I'm not the biggest fan of the wrong turn franchises because like there's so many mistakes that like I have questions about. <laughs> <laughs> they're so bad, but they're so good. It's a guilty pleasure. Me and my wife will do every so often. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, this one's an actor question. This okay. stuntman played what would become a fan favorite portrayal of Jason Voorhees in the Friday the 13th part. Seven. The new blood. <laughs> I'm terrible with Roman numerals. Seeing you do the Roman numerals was great. I was like, <laughs> seven. Uh, all right, new blood. That is that the one that uh, Corey's character grows up. I can't remember. Um, okay. Uh, watch me blood forever. Who played Jason in that one? Oh. I'll give you the initials K H. Uh, I, I was gonna say Kane's the only one that pops in my head, but it's probably uh, Kevin Nash. Or no, that's not Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash was in something different. The initials K H. That's the only thing I'm giving you. K H. Don't know. <laughs> Kane Hotter. I didn't know that was Kane his last Hodder. name. 
I didn't know this was his last name either. Uh, the only yeah. time I really remember like Kane being like, other than when I was a kid watching wrestling, being like one of my favorites, uh, is See No Evil. It's like the only thing yeah. I really think of. Very. Um, and then let's see. After the traumatizing events at the Overlook Hotel, Dan Torrance meets a teen who shares the same gift as him called The Shine in what 2019 film? I've told you you need to uh, see this. Yes, Doctor uh, Doctor Sleep. Yep. Those are my five. Okay. No worries. Let's get one in the middle here. Oh, this is going to be too easy. All right. Wow. Okay. You guys get a little preview on this before Jimmy gets back because he could probably still hear me. But name three horror movies that feature demon possession. Ooh. Ooh. Um, That's so hard. <laughs> let's see. We have The Exorcist, Idle Hands. I love that movie. I fucking love that. I movie. love Idle Hands. I I, I love uh, my my favorite scene is the part where he stabs Seth Green in the forehead with a bottle. Ooh, my favorite part of that whole movie. There's too many good parts. There really are. Yeah, uh, I like when they that throw was... the hand in the microwave. It's such a good scene where he rips yeah. off what's his name from Offspring. Scalp is a good scene. Oh my god, I love Idle Hands. Idle Hands is like so fucking good that's like probably one of my absolute favorite horror comedies the movie's fantastic if you have not seen it please do yourself the favor and watch it it's so good it's it's i would say it's like peak late 90s early 2000s like vulture in a nutshell it's so good (laughs) yeah true very true um let's see that's two see we got exorcist idle hands and well, no, that the omen isn't the omen isn't demon possession. That's the spawn of Satan. Then we have oh oh oh, what is the name of the movie with the Dybbuk box? Was it the Dybbuk? Fuck it, I'll go Conjuring. There you go. First, I was gonna say the first have, one. Yeah, I was say yeah. You could do any of the conjurings. You have fucking Insidious. You can use. You have. I mean, hell, you can even use the action horror franchise uh, or the action horror thing of uh, End of Days. <laughs> like, there's so many. True. True. The examples they did was uh, The Exorcist, Evil Dead, and The Exorcist of Exorcism of Emily Rose. I forgot about Exorcism of Emily Rose. That one was kind of. I heard that's a fucked up one, but I have yet to see it. I, like it's, I said, most religious horrors I can't miss with me, especially possession ones. Emily Rose um, was was very hit or miss on a lot of things because, um, like, like I read the actual story about it because there's a book out about Emily Rose and The Conjuring. I've read I ha- I haven't read the one about The Conjuring. I've read the one about Emily Rose, and there's a lot of like point like things that are like okay, she wasn't possessed. I don't think. For me personally, she was more so um, mentally ill, and I was Fair. like, mm. "I was like, oh, you know, I kind of, I kind of get that." That that's fair. That's fair. <clears throat> All right, here's a behind the scenes one for you. Okay. <clears throat> Even though he was one of the biggest, greatest filmmakers of all time, Alfred Hitchcock never won an Oscar for Best Director. In fact, only one of his films ever won the Academy Award for Best Picture. Which one was it? Ah, oh, that wasn't Birds. Hmm. Think outside of his his thrillers and horrors. Yeah, because that was uh, that was the only other big name one that I I know of. Let's see. Wasn't Psycho? 
Ooh, I, I don't know this one. Rebecca, 1941. Oh, damn it. I forgot he, I forgot he directed and made that film. <laughs> Here's a general knowledge for you. In what year was the original Friday the 13th released? Ooh, first one? That one would be 1978. 1980. Damn it. <laughs> See, it just, it just those, there's those questions that just hit you right in the yeah. Fuck. Because first one came out 80, second one came out 82, third and fourth came out between 84 and 86. Mm-hmm. Damn it. <laughs> All right, here's a, a character and actors. Name the actor that played the tall man in the Phantasm series. Tall man in the phantasm suit. That was the old guy, but I don't remember his name. I really don't know. Angus Scrim. Ah, uh, he's got one of those unique names. I should have known that. <laughs> and then here's the last one Plot and Sending. As an idyllic coastal town, idyllic coastal town prepares to celebrate the. Uh, Sentimental of its founding, a mysterious fog rolls in from the sea, and the town's dark secrets come to light in this 1979 film. Oh, that's the fog. Very good, because it got it got remade in with um, Jared Padalecki. I heard, I've never seen the original or the remake. I've heard mixed things about it, so just the plot itself never interests me enough to watch it. I, but I will put it to you this way: Wes Craven wrote and directed the original. Hit mm-hmm. the uh, the remake had his seal of approval and his overseeing. He wasn't he wasn't credited with directing it, writing it, or anything for the second one because it was probably an executive a, producer or something. Yeah, he was. I think he was. I'm not 110 percent sure, but the remake still has his seal of approval on it. I don't remember who directed the remake, but both are good in their own respects. Fair enough. I'll have to give it a try. I didn't. I honestly didn't even know that Wes Craven did that. <laughs> Out of all the filmography, I never really focused on that. Yep. Interesting. <laughs> And then uh, fun fact for Wes Craven, for those that don't know, he was an adult film director before he ever directed his first major. Uh, he directed it under a pseudonym. I'm not going to say the film, but you can you can Google it. He's uh, yeah. we have his, we have the technology. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he was accredited with directing some adult films before he ever hit Hollywood. It is a major director. Um, ooh, you might know this one. Uh, do I know this one? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know this one, surprisingly. Johnny Knoxville appears in what 2019 film about three best friends who pick up men at a 1980s heavy metal show while sadistic killers are on the loose? Uh, it's a more recent 2019. I Honestly, 2019 was like one of those years I didn't watch a lot of fucking horror movies. I didn't watch a lot yeah, of movies. Really- I don't remember. Yeah, my nineteen wasn't I don't, really I don't know. big on horror. This I I, I'm actually surprised I didn't I didn't hear about this one. It's called We Summon the Darkness. I'm gonna have to check that one out. I've heard of it. I did not see it though. <laughs> yeah, I have I have neither heard of it or seen it. So I was like, oh, I didn't know I didn't know Johnny Knoxville was in a horror. But uh, this one, the uh, you should know this tagline. Tagline: When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. Name the movie. Night of the Living Dead? Close. Or is this Dawn of the Dead? Yes, it is Dawn okay. of the Dead. I was going to say it's a very Romero thing. <laughs> yeah, that was that was Romero. Um, let's see. 
purposes. Oh, you've you've mentioned this one to me a couple times. During a massive hurricane, a father and daughter get trapped under their home with a pack of gigantic alligators and what 2019 film dude crawl is such yep. a good movie i'm so happy my wife said shut up and watch this movie because like i was going into it like this could be like lake placid or whatever but no i fucking movie's so good and it's got Barry pepper in it so i'm fine or piper pepper pepper i remember I, piper. Yeah, I fucking love him love him yeah. he's such a good actor I, I was actually like really surprised by it because i thought it was honestly gonna be like lake placid i was just like oh boy here we go and then i was just like i knew it wasn't gonna be lake placid but I was the, it's like always that pops the first movie that pops in my head when I think of like alligators, you know? Yeah. Uh, but now, like now, like crawl, crawl reminds me of uh, the shallows where it's like it doesn't the concept sounds kind of dumb where it's like, yeah. oh, this person's stuck in very situational situation. And how are they going to get from point A to point B when there's this fucking natural predator of or apex predator around right. and it's like okay that they're obviously gonna find some weird ass way but like the way they actually go about it and the slow burn to like that that third act where you know they're gonna get saved or whatever happens happens but like it's that slow burn where you're like oh fuck that's so good they, they do it and they use the atmosphere and they use their um their scenery very well because it's like you yep. constantly have to pay attention to background oh that's yeah crawl so it's, good it's actually it's actually really good i was i was um it actually became one of my favorite like animal horror movies of all time i was like hmm. uh i can't say that because i'm 100 percent biased with uh king kong specifically if we want to be honest or if we're gonna go with like actual other monsters like that like the natural that we know of uh it would definitely still be deep lucy like <laughs> i love that movie deep that, that movie is, still, is so like, good one of my all-time I, favorites i just i love the scene where freaking <laughs> Where uh where LL Cool J is like held up in the friggin' in in the uh the uh oh, the oven stuff. The, yeah the oven I almost said stove yeah the, where he was like held up in the oven and the shark's just like dunk dunk I'm like I don't think that glass oh, would I'm gonna die here <laughs> oh it's so good <laughs> it, I don't care how campy it is especially by today's standards I fucking I saw that movie when I was nine and I've been yep. in love with that movie since <laughs> yeah that is easily the top three favorites of all time um this one I don't this one I don't know. Don't Breathe was inspired by this 1967 Audrey Hepburn and Alan Akron thriller. Peeping Tom? No. Oh, damn. Wait until dark. Hmm. I didn't I didn't know that. Interesting. All right, let's grab and then one last this one. one. Oh wait, no, I grabbed one. Oh, you, you, uh, <laughs> you've, you've, I think you've mentioned this one to me before. What 2020 film starring Betty Giplin or Gilpin, sorry, is about hunting human beings for sport? Is that, um, oh my God, I think I used it from last, last episode that we have to reshoot. Um, yep. Oh my god, I can see everything. I can't think of the name right now. Oh, my wife's gonna kill me. This is one of her favorites. Uh oh. <laughs> I can see the whole movie. I just can't think of the name. I don't I don't remember the name. John the Blink. Uh, yeah. And those are my five. <laughs> uh I, I will tell you after. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's here's your uh category X. Ooh. 
recite one spell or incantation from a horror movie? Oh, let's see. Hmm. This this is one for Irish specifically because I already see him doing Army of Darkness. <laughs> That's the only one I can think of. Honestly, is a Claude Two Verata Nicto. Hmm. That's the only one. That's the That's only one a- I can think of. It's it's always the one for me too. Don't worry. <laughs> what's f- what's funny is that's the only one I can think of. But I'm seeing um, the movie about the witches. Oh God, what was it called? Not the cut. Co- not the covenant. The coven. Uh, oh, the coven. Yeah, I didn't think- see that one. It was it was pretty good. I liked it. Here's my wife's favorite category and the very favorite thing she loves from behind the scenes. <clears throat> Name the artist or group that composed the score for Nosferatu, The Vampire, 1979. Ooh. Who did the soundtrack? It's pretty much, it's like, who's the composer? Or... <laughs> I know it on some of them. No, don't. Oh, let me see. <laughs> who's her? Like, I mean, she, hates, she hates this question because it's always some random one like this. And she's just like, who, who the fuck pays attention to that? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I should know too. This this one I don't I didn't know, but uh, it's a uh, Papulva. Oh yeah, I didn't. I would have never guessed that. Not in a million years. <laughs> but it's funny because every time that question comes up, or that like someone has to read that question, it's always against my wife, and she fucking hates it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's your general knowledge, and th- this is gonna really test our friendship right now. Okay, like okay. <laughs> in what year was Alien released? The first one? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Let's see. The aliens came out in 1983, so that one had to have came out either 78 or 79. Which one? I, I guess wrong. I'm, I'm going to go with 79. Very good. Because <laughs> I was like, because I, I remember there's been like five years in between like the first uh, let's see, uh, there was there was five years in between the first one and the second one, and then there was five years between the second one to the third, and then there was like six years. To I the don't fourth. remember when Resurrection came out. Um, yeah, I, don't I just remember it. And we, we don't talk about Resurrection. No, <laughs> <laughs> I want to say that was either eighty six or eighty eight. The uh, Resurrection was like ninety eight, ninety seven, something like that. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, okay, so here's one for you. Characters and actors now. What actor played the villainous Harry Powell in The Night of the Hunter, 1955? Oh, I see the face. The Hunter, 1955. I never saw it, so I didn't know. I think I watched I that one with my to, grandpa. I never claimed to be the be-all, end-all, no, everything. <laughs> well... My my thing is is that my grandpa got me introduced to creature features and like he would watch old school horror with me like like um like the old school Psycho the old school Night of the Living Dead the old school Wolfman Frankenstein Nosferatu Monster stuff like that and the, the classics the classics yeah. so I'm trying to think I don't know actually I'm drawing a blank you ready yeah Robert Mitchum. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> All right. Now, here's your plot and setting. Okay. All right. So, this is asking for a movie. 
The son of a nobleman has a permanent smile carved into his face because his father refuses to kiss the hand of the tyrant king in this 1928 film. Man in the Iron Mask? The Man Who Laughs. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I forgot about that movie. I, I, I don't I, think I've ever watched it in its entirety. I'll say, I don't think I've ever seen that one, and I... Like I go back to like Nosferatu a lot because it's one of my favorite twenties movie. So yeah, I didn't. I, I have never seen that one. One of my favorite like classic films too. It's like a, I think it was seventies or eighties. Uh, is the Elephant Man? Fantastic movie with Anthony Hopkins. Oh yeah, believe it or not, that was actually sixties. I do believe was it sixties. Mm-hmm. That was like anywho. Yeah, but like a fantastic film. Yeah, it is. Um, you'll actually you actually know this one. I know you know this one, but I don't know if you know. I don't know. Actually, yeah, you do know his name. You said his name. This horror icon is most notably known for his role as Captain Spaulding in Rob Zombie films. Oh, my God. Oh, he just passed away, too. Oh, why can't I not? I can see his face. It's uh, Sid. Last name starts with an H. That's all I'm going to give you. I know. Uh, I want to say it's Sid Hyde, but it's not, is it? Yep. Oh, oh, it is? Yep. Sid Hyde. Yeah. Oh. Fucking Captain Spaulding. Love him. Ooh. I know you know this one because we have talked about this movie a lot. Uh, what is the name of the guidebook for spirits in To the New Afterlife in Beetlejuice? They spelled Oh, and yeah, because it's not one of my favorites. Um... I can't remember. The uh, handbook for the recently deceased. That's what it was. Yeah. My wife's also been listening to the uh, the play version of that. There's a, I, I heard I've heard good things. She enjoys it. I haven't heard the full thing. Yet. <laughs> if, if you get this one wrong, you're going to be mad at me. <laughs> Who directed the 1963 horror thriller film The Bird starring Tippi Hedin, Hed, Hedren? Mm, would that happen to be uh, Sir Alfred Hitchcock? Yes. What are you learning? See, that's two. Oh, shit. <laughs> You're going to get both of these. I know it. Roses are red. Violets are blue. One is dead. So are you. Name the movie. There's a band named after this movie. The only thing that pops in my head is The Grateful Dead. I'll give you I'll give you another hint. One of their biggest songs is your tears don't fall. They crash around me. Oh, bullet for my Valentine. Uh, Bloody Valentine. Yeah, my bloody Valentine. Yeah. Bullet for my Valentine. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. And then a tagline. She's evil and not just high school evil. Name the movie. She's evil, not high school evil. It was on another question earlier. Right before we started filming, right before we started recording. I had to mention it then. Uh, if I say the actor's name, you'll, you'll get it instantly. Yeah, or actresses. Yeah, the only thing that pops in my head is Carrie, but I don't think that's right. Uh, Jennifer's Body. Jennifer's Body. I've never seen that movie, so yeah, did not know that. <laughs> that's four. And then now for my fifth. Uh, oh! What is Bill's artifact in the film series It? 
I read that wrong the first time. Uh, oh, what's his artifact? And this is uh, original 1990 or? Uh, I think this is the newer one, honestly. Because, yeah. If this no, is I, the newer one. I don't speak. No, it's um, it's something that belonged to Georgie. Oh, his boat. Yep. I don't think that's, I don't remember. I think that's the original. I think that's yeah, I think it is. It's going off the miniseries. Yeah, I think I think it is. <laughs> oh, I think this next one. I think you'll. I think you'll like. That's my five. <laughs> All right, uh, let's grab this one. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> Name three body horror films. Ooh, um, The Thing. Got to mention that one. Ooh, let's see. The Thing. Would you consider Smile, smile Body Horror? Me personally? <laughs> no, because there's really not until like okay. literally just The Thing, you know? Yeah. So, okay. So I got The Thing. I'll go with the fly. The first the first one with um uh what's his name? Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum, thank you. I have terrible names. The remake, yes. Yeah. And then um hmm. Oh my god. There's so many. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of a good one. One that you'll one that you'll like. Mm. Excuse me. I'll go with American Werewolf in London. That's more werewolfy, but I can see the body horror aspect from that. I see where you're coming from. Yeah, <laughs> it's very, very visceral. It's like it's like I'm all the very surprised things. you didn't say Slither. Ah, shit! I didn't think about Slither. <laughs> okay, here's your behind the scenes. Okay, what legendary Hollywood actor wrote the screenplay for Roger Croman's LSD Nightmare: The Trip, 1967? I can't say I've ever watched the trip. I I don't know. I will give you one hint. Uh, I'll give you one of his biggest roles. Most people know him by and okay. still compared to to this day. Uh, the Joker. Oh, uh, Jack Nicholson. Very good. <laughs> I was like, here's your here's your general knowledge. Prior to becoming a Ghostbuster, what was Dr. Peter Venkman's uh, field of study? Hmm. Wasn't engineering. I think he was some kind of physicist, wasn't he? Parasociology. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Two more. Uh, this is your uh, characters and actors. In Fright Night 1985, Roddy McDowell played an aging horror actor named Peter Vincent. Reportedly, McDowell's character was named in honor of what two famous horror actors? Peter Vincent. Uh, I mean, that's obviously going to be... I'll go by his stage name, Vincent Van Gogh or Vincent Price. Some people like him. And... And yes, that was a Scooby-Doo reference. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the other one. Peter Cushing. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known that. 
And then here's the plot and setting. In this early German uh, expressionist horror film, a rabbi uses magic to create a giant made of clay to protect the Jews of Prague. But the giant begins to behave erratically and turns turns on its masters. Isn't that the golem? Yes. 1920. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I've seen that one. That one was actually like not bad for its time. I will say that. Um, I think you've seen, I think you've seen this one because I think you've recommended this one to me. Um, Vince Vaughn plays the Blissfield Butcher in what 2020 film by Blumhouse Productions? I did not see that. Um, I want to see that and I don't remember the name of it, but I, I, I love Vince Vaughn in uh, horror because uh, like I love him in the cell. He's so good in that. <laughs> so I fun to see him. Not. It's a uh, freaky. 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 Um, let's see. What? Um, what? I'm not going to answer that one. Vincent Price. Because I don't, I don't even, I don't even know what they're going for. It says that this is, I'm not asking this question. It says this, uh, the 2019 horror drama movie titled IBR refers to, uh, what real estate abbreviation? And it says one bedroom. I'm like, I, I don't I don't know, <laughs> but um, yeah, this one fair. is uh, Vincent Price stars in the 1961 film The Pit and the Pendulum, which is loosely based on the work of what famous classic author? That's Edgar Allan Poe. Everyone knows that one. Oh, Come yeah. On. Oh, yeah. Um, which father son duo penned the 2012 novella in the tall grass? Isn't oh. that uh I think that's Joe Hill and Stephen King, right? Yeah. <laughs> you legit got that one right. Like focus. Yeah. I I remember because that was um oh my god, I can see his face, the guy that plays um Ed in uh The Conjuring and he plays the main character in The Insidious, the dad. Uh I can't remember the actor's name off the top of my head right now. Yeah, it's got him in it, though. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Patrick Wilson. <laughs> Patrick Wilson. Question number three. Uh, John Waters wrote and directed this 1994 dark comedy starring Kathleen Turner as a passionate mother. You m- might know this one, might not. I, I didn't know this one. Is that a uh, monster? Close. Uh, cereal, cereal mom. Serial mom. I, I honestly forgot all about that movie. I don't never seen it. I think I think I seen it when I was a kid, but I thought it was a fever dream. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, let me see. Oh. Oh, <laughs> this one's a give me. I was stabbed to death in a shower by a creepy motel owner, Norman Bates. Who am I? Um. Yeah, see, the funny thing is, I don't remember the character's name. I can't remember the actress's name either. Um, I know Psycho, just, though. Yeah, it is Psycho. I'll give you that one. It was uh, Marion Crane. Marion Crane, that's her name. Every, everyone it's, forgets it's one her name. Of the most famous, it's one of the most famous scenes, that's why. <laughs> yep, it, and believe it or not, fun fact about Psycho, it was the first movie to ever feature a toilet. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. uh, oh, you should know this one. Uh-oh. Yeah. Um, 
This 2007 Spanish film produced by Guillermo del Toro centers on an orphan named Laura. Oh, that's Pan's Labyrinth. I fucking love that movie. Yeah, the, 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 but the, uh, the original title from Spanish to English is The Orphanage, but yeah, it's Pan's mm-hmm. Labyrinth. That's my five. All right, let's, uh, let's uh, do this one. Name two horror movies that take place in London. That's a Ooh. give me. <laughs> let's see, we got American Werewolf in London. Number one, duh. And then I would have to go with, uh, let's see, you want to do that one? I'll go Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, the uh, 1986 yeah. version of it, I think. Fair, or 1976. Fair. My mind always goes to um, From Hell about Jack uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. a good one. All right. That had Johnny Depp in it, too. It was, that's such a good movie. <laughs> All right, here you go. Alfred Hitchcock missed out on the film rights to the novel Les Diablicles. Uh, but its authors wrote another novel, D'entre les Mortes, uh, specifically, uh, yeah, specifically with Hitchcock in mind. What film did Hitchcock make from it? Mm, let's see. Because one, because one was, I didn't catch all of it, but I know the other one was Day of the Dead. But I know Alfred Hitchcock didn't make any zombie movies. You're right. Was it Day of the Dead? No. But yeah, okay. So he didn't make any. He didn't make any zombie movies because he was more oh, of a suspense. Right. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say you're right that he hasn't done any zombie movies. That's what I was saying. Yeah, too. You're right. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Vertigo. Ah, that makes sense. <laughs> this is one of my favorite ones <clears throat> on the general knowledge. Horror can show up in unexpected places, like the scene where the headless witch chases Dorothy in this 1985 uh, family film. Ooh, that would that would be Oz, wouldn't it? Or not Oz? No, The Wiz. Return to Oz. Return to Oz. Damn it! <clears throat> Characters and actors. Which one of the following actors did not appear in Gus Van Sant's uh, Psycho, 1998? Julian Moore, Viggo Mortensen. Luke Wilson or William H. Macy? Luke Wilson. Very good. Plot and setting. In what 1987 slasher film does the killer wear an owl's head mask? I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen that. Stage fright, Aquarius, 1987. Oh, that sounds familiar. I think I've heard the name. I just, I don't think I've ever seen that one. I've never seen that one. Yeah, that was, hmm. Let me check that one out. Stage fright, Aquarius. Uh, okay. Um, what 2019 Canadian horror film directed by the Soska sisters, Soska sisters, uh, ran together, sorry, was a remake of the David Cronenberg film about a young woman who suffers after a disfiguring accident. Oh, oh, fucking Cronenberg! I love him. Uh, I'm trying to I feel like the films in my head. I feel. I feel like we've seen this. So it was a remake, but it wasn't retitled. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that just... I can't think of it. Rabid. 
Rabbit. That's what it was. Fuck. I was like, that's why I was like, I was reading it. I was like, huh? I was like, okay. Um, body horror specialist at Love Cronenberg. Yeah. Uh, he's actually on my list of horror masters that I'm going to uh, rank. Nice. What do the people use to kill the killer tomatoes in the film Attack of the Killer Tomatoes? Uh, pesticides. It's been years since I've seen that. <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I didn't know that either. It was seawater. Seawater, that's what it was. Right, dry them out. <laughs> yeah, I was like, huh. Let's see, uh, that, that movie is so funny. <laughs> Let's see. What is the stage name for horror movie critic John Irving Bloom, known for hosting the Monster Vision TV series and The Last Drive-In? Uh, don't know. Joe Bob Briggs. I can't say I've Joe seen Bob either Briggs. one of those. Hmm. Did I know that? <clears throat> Question number three. I think that's Kylie. Kylie is sentenced to house arrest in a potentially haunted family home in what 2014 New Zealand horror comedy film? I don't think I've ever seen this one. Not ringing a bell to me whatsoever. Housebound. Housebound. Nope, never heard of it. Mm-mm. This is why I said I need to get more foreign films again, man. <laughs> yeah, some of them are really good. Let's see. Oh, wait, what? Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I have never heard of this, but I, I kind of want to see it. Which species of demon did five teen employees accidentally unleash into a local movie theater in a 2019 film porno? Never heard of it, so I don't know. I'm going to go with Sex Demon. Yeah, Succubus. Yeah. Okay. I, can't, I was like, alone. not wrong. I was like, they, I was like, they made this a film? Okay. And then last question. Jerry G. Bishop portrayed what fictional character in the 1970s horror showcase originally named Screaming Yellow Theater? I don't think either one of us knew this or seen this. 1973. Venguli? Venguli. I've heard of it. Uh, never seen it though. Me either. Those are my facts. All right. Here's your category X. Name two horror movies that take place in the snow or ice. Ooh, in the snow or ice? Oh, obviously the thing. Um, and then you've got the only other one that I can think of is Dead Snow, the one where they, there's Nazi zombies. <laughs> literal nazi zombies yeah no that's fair that's fair there was also i mean you could have done like gremlins Krampus. Uh, <laughs> i forgot about this <laughs> I've, 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 like it just never seen when it you hear other ones you're like oh fuck yeah you start to think about like a lot more of the setting and everything it, it's just yeah. so good i honestly i haven't seen krampus i kind of want to wait until my daughter's <laughs> old enough and it's right around christmas time so that way we can watch krampus together. it's not terrifying it's very like very good safe PG thirteen horror, but it's like there are like jump scare parts. I think the most horrific part is like the attic scene. That's all I'll say. And I, you know, I've heard that. Th- that'd before. be about it. That'd be about it. And that's pretty tame. All right, here's your behind the scenes. 
a bucket of blood, a fire hose, and tampons. Carrie? Very good. I was like, I was like, that's the only one I can think of with a bucket of blood in it. I, I, oh my God. I actually said, this is the third time this has come up. Oh my God. Okay. General knowledge. What is the full title of the German expressionist horror film, The Golem, 1920? Wasn't it The Golem of the Prague or Golem of Prague? No, it's uh, The Golem, How He Came Into the World. Huh. I feel like that's a very wordy title. <laughs> just a little, just a little. Characters and actor. What actor played Dr. Sam Loomis in Rob Zombie's Halloween 2007? Oh, damn it. I know who I see his face, but I do not know his name. I'm very bad with names, too. Don't worry. Yeah. Malcolm McDowell. Yep. All right. Now, here's your plot and setting, and it's the second time this is being brought up. Mm -hmm. A young woman undergoes experimental plastic surgery to save her life after an accident, but the surgery causes her to crave human blood and sets off a citywide epidemic in this 1977 film. Why does that sound so familiar? Oh, no. Because we literally talked about like two questions ago or like a card or two ago. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I am drawing such a huge blank right now. See, she gets plastic surgery. Ends up needing human blood. I don't know. I'm drawing. I'm drawing the biggest blank right now. Oh, rabid, rabid! Damn it! <laughs> forgot. I forgot that they did. A, yeah, I should have remembered that. We were one. just literally talking about that one. Let's see. Was that all five? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, <laughs> damn it! This one's a gimme. Long Night at Camp Blood was the original working title for what 1980 slasher film? Mm, Friday the 13th. <laughs> yep. I was like, I was like, that was the original title? Oh, oh all right. <laughs> In 2002 film, 28 Days Later, what activist group is blamed for releasing the virus? Uh... <laughs> I know it's, I think it's a UK group, but is it PETA? Oh, it's an animal rights activist group, but yeah. 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 That's all it says is animal rights activists. Okay. I was say, cause I know, I know they're animal rights activists because they're literally the uh, ones that are like being told, no, don't let them loose. And you're experimenting on them. And then they fucking let loose, obviously the fucking rage virus. Yeah. Rage virus, not zombie virus. Sorry. Yeah. I don't I still don't think it's a zombie movie because they don't eat anyone. They either bite people, them, turn them or they kill them. There's no in between. People equate it to it. And I'm just like, oh, sorry. It just gets me every time. I mean, it's got zombie movie motif, but not zombie. For movie. sure. Yeah. It's, it's got like literally the ingredients for zombie movie. It's just not a zombie film movie. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, even even it even shows in 20, uh, like 28 weeks later, like it shows one of them that hasn't like eaten or drank anything it's like it was like a a more rabid form of like rabies or something like that a doppelganger is determined to destroy a webcam model's career by hijack by hijacking her erotic webcam channel in what 2018 psychological horror film i don't know the only only movie that comes to my mind is cry wolf and i know that's not it uh I don't know. I was actually I was actually surprised to see this in here, but it was Cam. 
I've actually seen that. It was kind of weird. Very, very hit or miss. I've never even heard of it. <laughs> it's uh, ba- well, basically they just described the entire like spiel of it. It's it's nah, it's OK. It's a movie. Uh, yeah. Um, let's see. A father relives the trauma of his child's death when he brings his girlfriend to his ex-wife's party in what 2015 film? I think I've heard you mention this one before. Uh, that's not the gift. I'm thinking of a different one. That's more psychological and thriller than anything. Um, uh, the hint I'll give you is it's something that you have to show at an RSVP type of situation. The invite? Yeah, the invitation. Oh, the invitation. I don't think either one of us no. has seen that. No, but it, it was screaming a whole nother movie at me. Yeah. I was because like when I read it, I was like, oh, that's I was like, oh, that's a pet cemetery. But I was like, wait, no, they didn't remake that in 2015. They made that in like 2018. And then. uh, Oh, okay. Um, That was a good movie. That was a good movie. Lake Mungo. If you've never seen it. Great movie. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Uh, What is the geographical setting of the 2006 slasher film? triangle it was a geographical setting yeah ships go missing here all the time uh, yeah the bermuda triangle yeah i, I just want to make sure like i when i heard that i heard geographic i was like oh i'm so bad at this and my brain just shut down for a sec <laughs> yeah they 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 included the name of the geographical thing in the in the in the question they could have done they could have done something different with that <laughs> they, they could have but that was like <laughs> okay i was like i was like this is a gimme i was like i'm just gonna i'm gonna give him the biggest hint i possibly can people go missing <laughs> here all the time or planes mm. and, and ships and stuff oh yeah about an hour in was that your four was that your five yeah that was my five. Oh, okay i wasn't sure that's why i waited for a little bit okay um <laughs> here's one for you all right your your category x Name one horror movie in which no protagonist survives. Ooh, no protagonist survives. Ooh, um, let's see, horror movie, horror movie, horror movie. I'd actually have to say, uh, a- Aliens. Ripley still survives. So. Damn it, she does. <laughs> mm. No, she survives in that one. First Nightmare on Elm Street, the last the the last girl, she survives because she's in two and mm-hmm. three. She's she's in three, not in two. Nancy. Or in three, yeah. She's in Dream Warriors. My bad. Um First Friday the 13th, they all survive. Second Friday the 13th, they all survive. Um Dracula Untold. Technically, Dracula survives, but but he was he wasn't he was an he was the antagonist though. He wasn't the protagonist. He's the one you're technically rooting for. The movie's focused on him. He's he's yeah, the protagonist. Fair. But I mean, I, I can give it to you. So the one I always come up with when I hear this is like the the remake of the Blair Witch. 
Oh damn it! I forgot about the Blair Witch. Their, we talk about it so much. Is yeah, their their example was uh, Cabin in the Woods. Fair, because the world ends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, well, shit. Here's your behind the scenes one. Ooh, hold on, I'm, my apologies. You're fine. <laughs> um, name one horror movie in which. All right, oh, sorry, my bad. Uh, behind the settings, true or false? Actor Tony Todd filmed his mouth with live bees to film critical scenes for Candyman, 1992. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. General knowledge. What is the name of the shriveled host of Tales from the Crypt? Oh, the Crypt Keeper. Very good. I just, I just watched Demon Knight the other night. <laughs> I love Demon Knight. Fucking so good. It's so good. Uh, characters and actors. What collective name is given to the demons that are summoned by the puzzle box in Hellraiser films? Uh, shit. I know it. I know it. I know it. I know it. Cenobites? Very good. I was gonna say it's also one of the. Uh, it's the name of their character in DVD. Yeah, I was like, I was like, ah, fuck, what's it called? My <laughs> brain just went. And then, oh, I hate when I hate when that happens so much. Uh, plot and setting: A group of college students go to a scheduled cabin to relax, but unwittingly awaken evil spirits in the woods that begin to taunt and possess them in this 1982 film. Well, technically, 1981. Would that be the first Evil Dead? Very good. I was like, I was like sitting there thinking about it. I was just like, was that 81? I thought that was 84. No, that would be 81. Yeah, because <laughs> the uh, Army, of the, Army of Darkness came out in 94. I think it was like 92, 94, something like that. Yeah. <sighs> right, I just read that one. Fun, uh, fun fact for the entire franchise I had learned about when I went to go see Army of Darkness with uh, Bruce Campbell. Sir Bruce Campbell. Um, the reason why the first one and the second one and the third one, which is Army of Darkness, they all feel so like repetitive at having to retell the story is because the first one was uh, owned by someone else. So when they right. did the second one, they had to do a, like a, uh, an epilogue to explain the setting of everything of the first film. Right. And that was by a different studio. So then when they went to go do Army of Darkness, they couldn't do either of the two backstories. So they had to do another epilogue explaining everything because they're all three different studios that couldn't be working together kind of thing. And uh, <laughs> that's why they're always doing a recap of the previous movie. That makes sense. I, I, could, I could definitely see that. Uh, let's see. Uh, the 2008 psychological horror film Lake Mungo, great film, by the way, if you haven't seen it, is located in what country? Chile. Australia. Yeah, I was super close. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically. <laughs> I mean, if we're looking from like another planet kind of thing, I was that close. I was that yeah. close. <laughs> but yeah, if you haven't seen Lake Mungo, it's great. It's about a girl who goes to a lake with friends and then just disappears. And then like the rest of the time, the family is like, oh, I've seen her. She's been home. But then they show like a recording of the family members seeing her and no one's there. But then they show it from the family member's perspective. And she's like clearly like standing there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's 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 such a trippy film. But like I was like, what the fuck? The first time I ever watched it was when Netflix used to mail DVDs. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a simpler time. 
<laughs> Such a simpler time. But to what? Water oh. and it's like just sitting uh, on top. What progressive disease were they studying when the film crew chose to document Deborah Logan? Oh my god. Uh, it makes you forget (laughs) Alzheimer's disease Alzheimer's disease I never saw that movie so I did not know that (laughs) I didn't either I was like like, oh Alzheimer's disease it's uh, it's, (laughs) a it it tends to run in the family sometimes but Mm -hmm. um, let's see Uh, tagline pray slay display name the movie me and you have talked in it in lengths about how we love this movie because a certain actress dies in like the first like 10 minutes. Was that screen? No. Um, oh. uh, let's see how to, how to put it, how to put it. Paris Hilton was in this movie. Oh, House of Wax. Mm-hmm. I was like, I know he knows this one. I didn't know the tagline. I honestly. I didn't know the tagline either, but no, the remake has done really well. I love the remake and the original oh, yeah. with Vincent Price. Classic. I, I, I liked it. I like the remake and I like the original, but I like them in, in different respects because Vincent, you can't, you can't go wrong with anything. Vincent Price has narrated, been in anything. Nope. Uh, fantastic. Love them. Oh, yeah. Man. <laughs> and then uh, last one, which Jaws actor made a cameo appearance in Piranha 3D? Oh, was that Sheriff? Sheriff Brody? Um, the uh, initials I will give you are RD. Oh, it was Richard Dreyfus. Okay. Yeah, Richard Dreyfus. I wasn't sure if it was Richard Dreyfus or, oh my God, why can't I remember Sheriff's name? Oh. Anywho. Go to my five. Okay, let's go with this one. <laughs> Your category X. Name two horror movies that take place at a sorority or fraternity house. Oh, um, there was Happy Death Day. Okay. And um, oh, Scream Three. Yeah, you could use that one for sure. Okay. Wait, wait. no, I'm sorry. That was that was Scream Two. That was Scream Two. It was one of the Scream movies. One was one was high school, two was college, three was the movie set, and then four is after the movie set. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Got it. Um, here's your behind the scenes one. What filmmaker known for Animal House, 1978, also directed an American Wolf in London, 1981? Oh my god, that's uh John Landis. Very good. I he's he's on the list because surprisingly, he is known for his buddy style comedy. But he's accredited with directing one horror film, and that is um, Werewolf in London, American Werewolf mm-hmm. in London. Your general knowledge, adjusting for inflation, what is the highest grossing horror movie of all time in the box office? Oh, shit. Um, at that to date that when this game was released, I think like in 2018. <laughs> OK, that cuts out a lot. Mm. I have to be one of the. Mm, I have to be one of the Nightmare on Elm Streets. No. Oh, um, Jaws. Nope. The Exorcist, nineteen thirty-three. As of today, well, when this was released, I want to say like twenty eighteen. It's been a few years. It has grossed two hundred and thirty-two million dollars to date. Damn, that's. <laughs> 
that's pretty big gross for most horror movies because i think that was shot on like a hundred and eighty thousand dollar budget or something <laughs> something like that for that time too was also insane mm-hmm. uh here's your characters and actors what Grease 1978 actor had a supporting role in Carrie 1976? Grease? Was it John Travolta? Mm-hmm. Oh. God, he was now that. your plot and setting. An ancient vampire travels from his castle in Transylvania to London, where he begins to prey on young, beautiful women in this 1931 film. Uh, Should be a give me. Nosferatu? Dracula. Dracula. Bella Lugosi, man. Yeah, that was Bella Lugosi. Dang it. I forgot all about that. Oh, right. I just read that one. Where did the character Amanda Young find the key for unlocking her trap in the 2004 film Saw? It was in the stomach of uh, the man in the room. Yeah, the cellmate stomach. Yeah, cellmate that works too. I would uh, say because it was specifically in the stomach. <laughs> see, complete this video. This video drone quote: "Death to video drone. Long live the new flesh." How did you know that? <laughs> What I love that Videodrome. From? Videodrome. Videodrome. I have never. I don't think I've ever seen that. Oh my god, it's fantastic! I apologize for the train, but oh my god, that movie is fantastic. Come on, no, that's the train. New flesh. That's the that's the that's the train saying you're a, you're an idiot for not watching that because it sounds so familiar. <laughs> I I can't say I've ever seen it. Oh my um, god, missing out. James oh. Woods, man. Yeah. So here you go. Uh, this one. You'll know. Shadow of the Vampire, starring Willem Dafoe and John Malkovich, fictionally chronicled the filming of what 1922 film? Nosferatu? Yep. Um... Let's see. What is this one? I don't think I've ever seen this one. Can't hear you. One fifteen oh nine. Let's see. I don't think. I don't think either one of us have ever seen this one. An artist and his family move into their dream home, but then become possessed by satanic forces in what 2017 film? Uh, not ringing a bell to me immediately. The Devil's Candy? No, I haven't heard that. Uh, that sounds interesting. I'm down for that. I'll check it out. Sounds like an A24 product. Yeah, <laughs> it really does. It. A murderous ex-police officer returns from the dead and seeks revenge in what 1988 slasher film? Police officer? Yeah. Uh... 
I would, I don't know. The only thing that pops into my head is Chucky, but I know that's not right. Uh, this one, this one's actually kind of a smaller film. I've only, I've only known like a handful of people that have actually seen this, but Maniac Cop. Maniac Cop. Got it. That's my last one. All right. Uh, this one. <clears throat> you ready? Yep. Here's your category X. Name two horror films about nature turned deadly. Uh, two horror films? Mm-hmm. Let's see. The Happening would be one. Mm-hmm. We've mentioned the, the two examples on here like numerous times, and you've mentioned one of them. Yeah, The Happening would be one. And then... I'd have to say eight-legged freaks. I'll give you that one. The other one that they were going to use is uh, the ruins. Mm. I forgot about the Be- ruins. Behind the scenes, all right. <clears throat> Which mm-hmm. of the following films did David Cronenberg not direct? Shivers, nineteen seventy-five. The Brood, nineteen seventy-nine. The Fly, nineteen eighty-six. Or Nightbreed, nineteen ninety. What was the second one? The second one was The Brood. The Brood. Nightbreed. Damn it. I thought he... No, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Let's see. Here's a general knowledge one for you. In Children of the Corn, 1984, what do the children call the thing that lives in the cornfield? The thing that lives in the corn... I should know this. I have nuts. I always get Children of the Corn and Village of the Damned always mixed up. They're pretty much the same thing. Just one's one's a little bit more eerie. Just, <laughs> hmm. I don't know. I he know who walks behind the rose. Ah, uh, yeah. And now going back to Children of the Corn for your characters and actors. <laughs> In Children of the Corn, 1984, oh, what is the name of the black hat wearing leader of the child cult? Oh, uh, I should know that. I really should. It's been so long since I watched that movie, though. Wasn't it like Malcolm? <laughs> Isaac. Isaac. Damn it. Or Isaac. <laughs> I-S-A-A-C. Yeah, I think that's Isaac. Plot and setting. The dead won't stay dead. So a group of strangers barricade themselves inside a country house and try to survive the night in this 1968 film. 1968 film? Read the question again, please. That should be a no-brainer. The dead won't stay dead. So a group of strangers barricade themselves inside a country house and try and survive the night in this 1968 film. Isn't that uh, Night of the Living Dead? Very, very good. Sitting here thinking about it, I was like in a log cabin. And I was like, oh yeah, that was the fir- one of the first movies to actually feature uh, a black protagonist. Mm-hmm. They're coming for you, Barbara. <laughs> yeah, that movie was so, was so trippy as a kid because we didn't have a oh, whole lot of like special effects Godfather like we do today. Zombie films, exactly. Godfather of zombie films. Mm. He's, and he's also on my, uh, my rankings list. Oh, I fucking I love Romero. I love but Romero. That, that was my uh, that was my five. Okay. 
Uh, let's see. Jim Cummings wrote, directed, and starred in what 2020 horror comedy about a small town police officer dealing with bodies turning up after each full moon? Uh, I don't think 2020. I don't think I've, don't think I've ever seen this. Oh, not ringing a bell off the top of my head. The Wolf of Snow Hollow. Okay, no, I was nowhere close to even that level of thought. <laughs> Me either. I was like, I was like, I was like, oh, American Werewolf. No, <laughs> I gotta check. I gotta, I gotta watch that. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Let me see. Who directed the 2017 psychological horror film Mother, which stars Jennifer Lawrence and Javier Bardem in a Victorian mansion in the countryside? Yeah, I never saw that movie. I heard mixed things about I it. I heard it. it was good for the most part. Uh, so I don't know. I did not. I didn't pay attention to anything about that movie. Darren Aronofsky. I think I said that right. A-R-O-N-O. I have heard, I have heard that director. He's good. Uh, let's see. Question number three. What state does the film, does the 1999 film, The Blair Witch Project, take place? Oh my God! I also brought it up earlier today. Uh, was it California? Nope. Damn. What was Shh. it? Maryland. Maryland. Damn, I forgot. It's all the way over I, there. So, I was so thinking it was you. Pennsylvania. I really did. I thought it was Pennsylvania. Time for question number four. Uh, what material does the main character in Get Out use to avoid being hypnotized? Um, cushion or cotton? Yep, cotton. I was like, was it that? And I thought, yeah. Because <laughs> he technically scratches it out of the, uh, the sofa. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, filmed during the pandemic, what did six friends try to perform on a Zoom call in the 2020 film Host. What did they try to summon? No, what did they uh what oh. did they try to perform on a Zoom try call? To perform. Is that how you spell that? Uh oh. I have no idea. A seance. A seance. Mm. It's very like uh, unfriended feels is what yeah. it sounds like, honestly. I yeah, really enjoyed that movie. I liked Unfriended. It like like because it was I just so... seen the dark web, but uh, I did enjoy Unfriended. Dark web was OK. Uh, there was there were some scenes that I applaud, but I mean, wasn't bad. I don't think. Fair enough. But that was my five. All right, let's grab this one. Oh my god. This is a give me. All right, category X. Name two horror movies about diseases or viruses. Yes. Um diseases or viruses. Uh I'll go with uh let's see. I'm gonna try and avoid the easy ones here. I'm gonna go with Resident Evil and Dawn of the Dead. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the other examples were like cabin fever and 20 days later. So yeah, you're fine. <laughs> yeah. All right. <clears throat> Here we go. Your plot and setting or your behind the scenes. What English filmmaker directed Hellraiser 1987 and also wrote the novella from which it was adapted. Fucking love oh. this man. 
Oh my god, I know who you're talking about. I know his name. Because he wrote the book, he also wrote and directed the film. Oh, God, what is his name? I'm having... Clive Barker. Mm-hmm. Very good. I fucking love him. He's so good. Uh, your general knowledge. Gwynplaine is deformed protagonist of the 1928 film The Man Who Laughs was a major inspiration for the creators of what comic book villain? Say that again. Gwynplaine, the deformed protagonist of the 1928 film The Man Who Laughs, was a major inspiration for the creation of what comic book villain? The Joker. That's a give me. Very good. Now say that's a give me. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. And then here's your characters and actors. What actor played the Leprechaun in Leprechaun 1993? Oh, that's um. It it, it wasn't wasn't Mini Me. Was not Mini Me. No, oh, it was before his time. <laughs> oh God! Come I know on, his name. Willow. Too. Yeah, I know Willow. I what is his name? Because he also played, he also played ninety percent of the goblins in in the in the Harry Potter franchises, and he's done, and he's he, he was even in the the terrible show that they made about Willow again. Because uh, Vern Troyer's mini me. Oh, what is this dude's name? I'm having a terrible. I'm having a. Ah, I cannot names. remember. It's always names. Yep. You ready? Yep. Warwick David. Warwick Davis. Yeah. Damn it. And then here's your last one. Plot and setting. A skeptical insurance claims investigator searches for missing horror writer Suter Kane in this 1994 film. I'm drawing a blank. Do, do you give up? Yeah. In the mouth of madness. That sounded so familiar, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that one. Those see. are your five. <laughs> Those are my five. Let's see, I'm just going through these and seeing. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, nope. Nope. Yes and yes. Okay. There we go. I was do I was doing your your tally of which ones you've you've gotten correct, which I think you've gotten more right than me. Uh, I doubt that because you've gotten like either three out of the five or like two out of the five or four out of the five. So it's kind of hard. Yeah. I can I can tell you how many cards we've gone through. My, with my with uh with mine, since I only have two questions, if you got one of the two answers right, I give it to you. Oh, okay. Yeah, you've gotten 11 cards so far. <laughs> I think you've got me beat. Let's see. Who received the inaugural, the inaugural Oscar for Best Makeup in 1981 for An American Werewolf in London? Oh, what was his name? RB. That's all I'm going to give you. I can't remember his name. Off the top of my head, I can't remember it. Rick Baker. 
there it is yeah yeah fantastic I was like, fantastic makeup and effects in that movie so good so good let me see i think you've mentioned this one to me before if you haven't i know someone has uh two lighthouse keepers descend into madness as a storm uh, strands them on a remote island in what 2019 film that's the lighthouse i need to see that it, i heard it's like a very psychological thriller uh or just like descent into madness feel yeah. and I, I so i was one of the people that obviously like hated uh oh my god what's his name you just said it uh not Willem, uh no not not willem defoe um twilight what's his fucking name oh um edward yeah no but the actor <laughs> i cannot remember his name right now robert panson yeah robert panson um, i used to be a huge hater of him but like watching like water for elephants uh seeing him in like batman and like seeing him like do all these different roles it, it, he's just become one of those actors that's really really good to me and like yep seeing him like that makes me want to see that movie and then obviously willem dafoe like just willem yeah. dafoe and anything is always great <laughs> yeah willem dafoe is always great like I, I loved him in daybreakers he, he made that movie i'm sorry he did oh he's he's been he's been in a lot of movies and he's just been so great in all of them um i just asked that one if you know yeah, I'm, i don't i don't know this one but you might a photographer can confined to a wheelchair believes he has witnessed a murder in what alfred hitchcock film Rear window. Yeah. Classic. Classic yeah, you film. Both, you got both of those. Let's see. Uh, who wrote the novel Horns, which was made into a film starring Daniel Radcliffe in 2013? Who wrote it? I don't know. I just know it was based off like either a short story or something like that. And uh, it was a big thing when it was coming out because it was uh, Radcliffe's uh, like you said it. You said his name uh, earlier. I'm sure I did. <laughs> Joe Hill. Joe Hill. That's who it was. I didn't know. I, I didn't know he wrote that. Yeah, no, because I remember uh, a lot of like media surrounding that because that was Radcliffe's like I think first or second like big picture film since the Potter franchise, and it was like, mm-hmm. what, what's he going to be doing in his acting career? Where's he going? And it was a big, big thing. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, and then right after that, we got Daniel Radcliffe with guns drilled into his into his fingers. Oh yeah, guns akimbo. <laughs> that was so i'm sorry i like that movie that movie was funny my wife was saying that was a really good movie too it was it, it was funny because he's standing he's standing outside in his in, in a shirt boxers fuzzy house slippers with a robe on and the cops are drawed down on him and they're like put down your guns he's like i can't see and then they just start shooting at him and he's just running away <laughs> i heard it's like an over top movie like i shoot him up uh, kind of thing and just i want to see i just haven't made time for it yet it's good it's funny it's good <laughs> I enjoyed it. Um really? Oh. I didn't know I didn't know he did that. One of my favorite actors. Who co-directed and starred as Viago Viego in the 2014 horror comedy film What We Do in the Shadows. I don't know because I've never seen it. Uh I think there's like a TV show with it too. Um uh, I don't know. I'm an, uh I'm gonna mess up his name. His last name is YTT. YTT. Yeah, T Tiaka. Like white. I, I, I don't know. know how I don't know how to properly say his name, but I know he's dire- he directed the the recent Thor. He also directed oh, okay. um, I, I don't know how to pronounce his name. He also directed the Ryan Reynolds film 
uh, where he played uh, uh, an NPC in a video game. Oh, free um, game. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna learn how to say his name correctly because I, I I I feel like I fucked that one up really bad. <laughs> <laughs> You're fine. You're fine. Those are my five. All right, let's go with this one. We'll make this uh, my last card. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here you go. Uh, name one horror movie for your category X. Name one horror movie in which a drill is used as a weapon. A drill is used as a weapon. Yes. Hmm. H. No. Well, yeah, they did in H2O. Because when he reached up, she I drilled into his hands. Since I've seen that. Okay, that's fair. I'll I'll give you that one. I think that was H2O. Your behind the scene, your behind the scenes one should be very, very, very easy. All right. <clears throat> Snow, sled dogs, and a flamethrower. Nineteen eighty-two. Oh, the thing. <laughs> like I said, that's a dead giveaway. Yeah. Uh, your general knowledge in The Shining, nineteen eighty. Which room does Dick Holleran uh, tell? Danny Torrance to stay away from at the Overlook Hotel. Oh, shit. I know this one. Was it 318? Is that your final answer? Can I get can I get a a hint to which floor it's on? Uh, The second. Second. 238. Oh, just by one, 237. And then characters and actors. What actor played Tallahassee in Zombieland 2009? Oh, that's. um, Oh, God. What is his name? His dad was a hitman. Oh, what is his name? I can see his face. Because he was also in. He was was in a lot. Yeah, he was in. He was a killer in a movie. uh, Natural Born Killers. Oh, why am I forgetting his name? Come on, Hunger Games. Yep. He's been in a lot. What are his initials? W.H. William Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. There you go. I was like, I was thinking of Willem Dafoe. (laughs) (laughs) And then your uh, plot and setting. The new kid in Salem has to defeat three witches after he accidentally resurrects them on Halloween night in this 1993 comedy. Oh, that's um, Hocus Pocus. Very good. <laughs> I was like, I was like sitting there. I was like, I know, I know the movie. I can hear the sisters singing. I'll put a spell on you in my head. Mm-hmm. Twelve cards. That's sixty questions <laughs> from my end. Let's see. I'll go through mine in a second. Uh, tagline. Evil runs in the family. Name the movie? Oh. The Omen? No. This one's oh. um, very recent. Very recent. Little it girl. Runs in the family. Hereditary. Oh. Got it. Okay. It was, I, it was, it was okay. There's was one. A movie. There, That's there, a movie. Yeah. <laughs> There's one scene in that in that movie that I cannot watch with a straight face, and that's where mom's on the ceiling banging her head into the freaking attic door. Like when I seen that happening, I died laughing. Uh, I I just don't forget with that movie. The first time the incident happens, just me and her watching the film and going like, 
that did that just happen or are we crazy like because it was so like just out of left field we were like uh uh <laughs> did that happen <laughs> yeah like first time i watched it i was like sitting there i was like throwing a snack in my mouth and i was like oh uh, not a okay. terrible movie. It's not a great movie. It's a movie it, yeah. for what it is. Yeah. Excuse me. In nineteen ninety, in nineteen ninety eight, the first installment of what slasher series focused on murders at a college campus that resembled folklore legends? Scream. No. Oh. <laughs> Scream was 99. Ooh, okay, then. The only other thing that pops into my head is I know you did last summer. Oh, close. Urban Legend. Urban Legend. Oh, that's right. I do remember that now. I remember that being a big controversial thing. Let's see. Uh, hmm? Oh, I know. I know you know this one. The Killer, the killer Dickies play the title track Killer Clowns in this 1988 film. Killer Clowns from Outer Space? Yep. Uh, she did? I didn't know that. Uh, Natalie Portman won an Oscar for portraying a ballerina whose dark side is revealed in what 2012 film? That's Black heard, Swan, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I've heard good things yeah, about that. I haven't that. seen that. Um, the main reason why I stayed away from that movie for so long was because when that movie was released, all everyone could talk about was that you got to see her with topless. And it was just like, okay, whatever. I don't need to see a movie if that's like the main focal point. So it really turned me off from the movie. But then like uh, talking to my wife and everything like that, her point of view of it, like how the story is, has really piqued my interest. So I need to really, really watch that. I've heard good things about it, but I mean, I'm a sucker for anything psychological horror based. And I was like, Fair. I might, I might watch it. And then I found out that Mila Kunis is in it. And I was like, I like Mila Kunis. Win-win. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, that was made in 72. I did not know that was made in 72. An African prince gets turned into a vampire by Count Dracula in what 1972 American Blaxpolation film? Is that Blackula? Yeah, that is Blackula. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was made in the 80s. I was like, Oh. <laughs> no, that's a very old movie because I'm I think it was like also on like Scooby Doo or some other cartoons. Black Kid was a big character too. Yeah. I, <laughs> Billy the mis, the the misadventures of Billy and Mandy. Billy and Mandy. Yeah. The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Yeah. Black Killer don't bite. He scrapes and licks. Scrape and licks. Ah, la, 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 la. <laughs> I, I love so that. Good. I love Black Killer. Um <laughs> hmm? I didn't know that was Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken stars as a coma patient who awakens and discovers he has the ability to see a person's future by touching them in an, abde- in an adaptation of what Stephen King novel? I didn't even know they made that into a movie. Well, I can see his face. I can see him in the suit. Um, <laughs> uh, for some reason, my mind is screaming the Mothman prophecy, but that's not right. I'm drawing a blank. What? The Dead Zone. That's what it was. I, I could see it and I wanted to say that, but I, I knew it was... I, boom. Always go with your gut. Always go with your gut. <laughs> oh, you're counting. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> so all together, you have 20, but if I do it based off of the same as yours, so there's 
There's one, two for one. That'd be 40. One plus that one. That makes one, two. Three, so there's three right there. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, or ten, eleven, twelve. So we both got twelve right. <laughs> That's. Oh, this is a lot of fun. We got to do this type again. This was really fun. Yeah, I actually really enjoyed doing horror trivia because I mix those ones back up. I'm going to put those on the bottom of the deck so that way I don't use these ones again. Yeah, same. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I got it. <laughs> that's what I was thinking it was. Creature stole my Twinkie. Name the movie. Is that Zombie Land? No, the Monster Squad. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh my god, I haven't seen a movie in forever. That's one. Of, that's a classic. That's a cold. I classic. love Monster Squad. I forgot that that actually happened in the movie. Wolfman's got nards. <laughs> Wolfman's got nards. That was classic. the best line. The best. I line. That was like like one of the few lines I was allowed to say at home because it was like just vulgar enough, but just yet so innocent and passive enough. You know? Yeah. I was allowed, I was allowed to call him nuts, but I would always quote that. I'd be like, "Wolfman's got nards. Wolfman's got nards. Wolfman's got nards." Fucking classic movie. <laughs> that was just so good. I like. I honestly like. If they were to make a if they were to make a reboot of it, I would want them to stay as true to the film as possible. Oh, I would. I would absolutely agree. I mean, if they and, made it like more like dark and gritty kind of thing. Yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to it, but I would because it's the, the, the silliness of the movie that that really just is so great, even though it has all those classic horror elements in it. Mm-hmm. And the one the, the only one actor I would request that they bring in is the the cute kid from Stranger Things, the one that like uh, had. I have not kept up with that show. I haven't I finished season insane. two and I have not been back to it. <laughs> I am waiting for season five still cast of stranger things what is his name I, I know i think his first name is dylan i think gaten gaten uh metarazzo yeah this guy i'd love to see him in it oh yeah that's fair no i can see that one i i just i i love i love him as like the comedy relief and <laughs> he's he's one of my favorite characters him and steve not fair. Yeah, especially when we play uh, Dead by Daylight. <laughs> yeah. Me and you and you and me and your best friend, Steve. <laughs> um, so, uh, fun fact, Nicolas Cage is getting his own character in DBD. And uh, he, he commented, I don't know if it was at, I don't know if it was off of social media. I don't know if it was from... An interview or something. Yeah, an interview or anything like that. But he says, Nicholas Cage says he'll be fused with Dead by Daylight players who will play as him. And then underneath that, in quotations, it says, I want you to know that we're one. I'm like, that is the most Nicholas Cage thing he could have possibly said. Like, fair, fair. Yeah. That man is, is, such a is the definition of eccentric. He, he's something all right. I love that man. I mean, some of my favorite movies he's in. I mean, The Rock, yeah. Con Air. I yep. love him, absolutely love him in Face Off. Like Face Off. Oh my God. 
Fantastic. You never can't go wrong. With you them. Can, no, you really can't. I honestly cannot recommend Renfield enough for anyone that has not seen it. It is it's it is a great movie. I enjoyed it. Hey, I'm definitely I'm still gonna fucking have to go watch that at some point. <laughs> I highly recommend it for anyone and everyone out there. It is it like it's comedy. Yes, it is. It I will be upfront and very very honest about that it is very comedy centered however that is uh aside from that being like the main theme of the movie it's still really good <laughs> because there's 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 a couple scenes where like you you just you you the miz will know which ones they are but you're like watching it and you're like oh shit <laughs> fair enough because it, it's really good but um, yeah, it's not focused on uh, for anyone that isn't a Nicolas Cage fan. The movie is not focused on Nicolas Cage. He is one of the focuses, but the focus. The main, yeah, I mean, the, the title gives it away already. It's more focused on Renfield. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't realize this until I like watched Renfield. But the actor that plays Renfield was also in the movie Warm Bodies, where he played a zombie. Oh, um, Nick. Uh, Nicholas Holt. Yep. And I, I, I enjoyed him in both movies. I like I like Warm Bodies because it's comedy, but it falls in that horror comedy genre. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, no, I'll definitely have to give it a watch. But uh, it's definitely worth it. I, I believe you. I'll, I'll hopefully watch it by the next time we do one of these. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's see. We did an hour 45. Uh, almost two hours worth of trivia between the both of us. And we both, oh, yeah. we both tied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's fucking great. love it. Next time I'm gonna have to actually draw you cards. I'll take out all the slash cards, but I'll have to draw you cards and we'll go based off of that. See if you, you could win. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, yeah, we'll do like a, we'll do like a, a rapid fire one or something like that where it's like, Oh yeah, we could do that. See how many you can answer in a row. <laughs> yeah. And like actually have like timers and stuff set up. Cause I don't think we had any time limits for any no, we, didn't, we didn't put any time limits. Um, okay. I mean, I think it'd be kind of hard for us to do time limits over this way without agreeing upon it because then it's like, how much is too much time? What are you doing behind the scenes? Blah, 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 blah. So yeah. I, well, if we do rapid fire, ooh, that's gonna be so hard. I'm excited. I, I think, I think, I think if we, I think the, Best way to do it is if we kind of give each other about a minute, minute and a half tops. And we go and at, at, at the end of that timer, we don't just go on to the next question. We say, you know, when the timer goes off, what's your final answer? And yeah, that's fair. It, I a minute and a half would still be a long time. I would say like, depending on the, like the questions on how many we want to try and get through, especially if we're trying to go fast, I feel like 30 seconds would be fine. You know what? I like that idea better. I do. Cause it gets more of like a, come on, come on, come on. Yeah. You're like, uh, 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 Richard Dreyfus, uh, 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 Kate Beckinsale. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, exactly. And it's just like, you're like, okay, no, I'm going to go with this one. Like this yeah. is the answer. Yeah. It, it'll be kind of like a, a family feud, but with horror. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It'll be great. I, 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 I think we'll, I think we'll both enjoy that, but, um, oh, it'll, it'll definitely be fun. So at any rate guys is fun as always <laughs> oh yeah very much fun uh i will from me to you guys much love out there and i will see you on the next one bye <laughs> bye